Money FM 89.3, the best of the breakfast huddle. Why it matters on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. It's the Breakfast Huddle. I'm Elliot Danker. It's time now for Why It Matters. Have you started your Christmas shopping yet or does it come with an air of caution? Are you one of those that's deciding, should I spend money buying presents over Christmas or perhaps use the money and go for a quick getaway before things get bad? Because there, there are talks of this looming recession, right? Could that be muddling hopes of a retail boom? And will we or can we actually see a retail boom this time of the year? Well, let's find out more from Kaylee Ya, who is Executive Vice President and Head Global Asset Management, City Developments Limited. Good morning. Yes, good morning, Elliot. Thanks for having me here. City Developments Limited, Singaporean multinational real estate operating organization. You guys, of course, founded in 1963. In case we tend to be a little bit ignorant, tell us about the presence of City Development Limited here in Singapore, especially along Orchard Road. Okay, we do have, um, you know, uh, some malls and uh, other assets uh, in the mall. Particularly, uh, the more prominent one would be the Palais Renaissance, which we have recently just carried out a $7 million revamp to the mall. Yeah, I love that mall. Great restaurants there as well. Okay, I suppose let's talk about the retail sector in Singapore. Uh, we have had quite a few months of sort of opening up, quite a few months of people to really go out and do that whole revenge spending thing. What are some of your observations? What are some of the challenges that the malls have faced in the past few months? Um, in the past few months, in fact, we see lo- the shoppers, the shopping actually picked up particularly with the opening of the easing of the COVID-19 restrictions, the travel restrictions from overseas, from China and so on. You know, all these actually spells good news for the retail industry. Mm. And in particular, it seems that the luxury sector seems to be quite quick to recover. Usually that's the case, right? You know, luxury goods, they tend to not really be affected by so-called recession. Are we still seeing this particular sector continue to lead the way? What can we expect from the luxury sector? Well, generally, positive spending sentiments remain as consumers with more discretionary funds are willing to spend it on luxury purchases, especially with the pent-up demand due to travelling restrictions. The luxury sector will continue to lead the way, I believe, with more aspirational millennials and Generation Z consumers entering the market during the pandemic. So to reach out to these groups of young and new luxury consumers, the retailers have also increasingly reinforced their presence in the digital and social platform. So this shift in line is in line, very much in line with our plan for Pali as well. So when we planned uh, for Pali, it used to be focusing on hard luxury and more high-ticket items in the past. But following the revamp, we are looking to target expirational millennials. Mm. Our new tenant mix actually reflects that. Mm. Tell us a little bit about expirational millennials, right? Or rather shoppers who enjoy an experience. How does that play into brick and mortar versus online versus molding both of them together? I mean, there's a lot of talk about that. Yeah, right. So you see, the millennial shoppers from our observation, the expectations are slightly different. They are more digital savvy. Um, they are more. They, they demand more for experiential, immersive kind of uh, shopping experience. So on our side, 
the what happened is that with the pandemic, it has actually changed the retail landscape in many ways. And that was actually the catalyst that actually expedited the digital efforts and solutions to respond to the varying needs you know, of the consumer behavior. So many retailers have now embraced digital solutions. They used to see all these as a good to have, but not necessary. Mm. But you know, we do recognize that digital solutions make up an inextricable part of the retailers, the, the planning. So a very good example would be the digitalization of the ordering process. It used to be browsing physical manuals. Right now, you just need to enter a, a QR code, scan a QR code, and you can actually, you know, order and pay for your meals without any problem. And um, on our side, um, also very cognizant of the competitive environment and the expectation of the young millennials, we also have accelerated the use of technology during the pandemic and adopted smart and sustainable solutions for our retail operation. Um, so be, during this um, revamp, we went beyond physical upgrades with the introduction of uh, a tenants' experience app called City Nexus. So this helps to streamline the tenants' work processes by making it more convenient and heighten the productivity. So through the app, the tenants can actually um, now, um, you know, serve the management transactions with CDL, including a set of invoices, leases, and so on, at the tap of the button. <laughs> and on the renovation part, when we plan for the revamp, we are very conscious of the experiential factor. So we wanted to provide the shoppers with a unique, a multi-sensory experience that went beyond the traditional brick and mortar shopping experience like you have just mentioned. Mm. So on the mall interior, we have included many French-inspired design cues in the mall, like the artisanal marquetry and the handset mosaics. A breezy alfresco dining area was also added, which opens up onto the main orchard road to seamlessly blend the mall and the street together. There is also a beautiful infinity mirror wall in the basement, an eye-catching spot that's specifically designed for visitors to capture their picture-perfect moments at Pali. Yeah, that's true. I mean, going to a mall or a newly renovated mall can be just like tourism experience. And that's my personal opinion anyway. But looking at the holiday season that's upon us, right? It's a bit too late to be doing Christmas shopping. But are we seeing a spike in sales, especially with all this revenge spending mentality? Yes. I think, uh, first of all, on the macro level, with the increase in the retail and the F&B sales index, coupled by the strong tourist numbers and receipts, we have observed an upward trend in mall traffic. So coming back to the CDL portfolio of malls, we have shopping malls like City Square Mall, which is um, our flagship mall located at the City Fringe. We have a Keyside Owl at the exclusive scenic Santosa Cove and also the newly revamped Palais. So this upward trend has been translated to increased sales and spending. In fact, the level is actually exceeding the pre-pandemic levels. Wow, that's impressive. Are we worried about the upcoming GST hike though? I mean, are you guys bracing yourself for any potential setbacks there? Well, I uh, yes and no. I mean, with the impending GST hike and, you know, the talk about inflation, it may cause a slowdown in spending at the start. But as consumers make more considered purchase decisions, 
especially for the big ticket items, I believe that it will not have a major impact on the retail sector as demand for essentials will continue. Okay, so that's good news. What about the future of the Orchard Road Belt? I mean, let's talk a little bit about how it's evolved over the years and where do you see it going? Right. So in recent years, plans have been announced on rejuvenating Orchard Road as a must-visit lifestyle destination that offers exceptional experiences beyond retail with new retail concepts, attractions, entertainment and events being introduced to the Tangling, Somerset, Orchard and the Dalbigot sub-precincts. To be part of this exciting journey, that is why we plan for the revamp of Pali and transform it into a mall that is more than just a shopping experience. So the overall refresh experience actually provides a compelling story for the shoppers to step out of their house and go experience the mall in person. Um, if you look at to rejuvenate the Orchard Road district, another important factor is actually through the programming. So while the landlord upgrades the hardware, uh, the retailers provide uh, innovative, creative offerings. Programming is a very important factor. And what I meant by programming is both the public and the private sector must work together to offer new, innovative and creative concepts to interest both the local and international shoppers. Mm -hmm. This will include things like festivals, Mm -hmm. cultural and lifestyle activities, things that involve and engage people beyond just the normal retail experience. So I believe with the combined rejuvenation uh, effort from both the government government agencies, landlords and retailers, Orchard Road will continue to be one of the world's premier shopping districts and will soon transform into a unique lifestyle hub that will attract both the local and international shoppers. Yeah, that's so true. We tend to get quite bored very easily. I suppose, I mean, would it be too simple to say, as long as you can make the Orchard Road experience Instagrammable, (laughs) all the more you have even more crowd coming down to Orchard Road? Well, I think it has to be really a combination (laughs) of factors, you know. Yeah. Quite interesting. Thank you so much for taking the time. I've been speaking with Kaylee Yeah, who is Executive Vice President and Head Global Asset Management City Developments Limited. Thanks again for your time. Take care and have a great weekend in advance. Thank you, Elliot. Have a good time too. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.